You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Thank you for tuning in to the Sports Ethos Nets podcast. This is your host, Cody Mallory, on Twitter, at RealCodyMallory. I am joined by my two co-hosts, Anthony Dittmar, on Twitter, that's at Anthony Dittmar underscore, and Joe Farrow, on Twitter, that is at the Joe Farrow. Guys, it didn't end the way we wanted, but playoff basketball is here. How are you guys doing on this Monday morning? Um, I'm pain. <laughs> yeah, that's fair, Joe. My heart just hurts. <laughs> that was that was a rough one. It really was. Yeah, man. Like, I mean, I don't want to overreact because we're not in the playing tournament anymore. So, like, it's the best of seven now. But I think we learned a lot from both the Nets and the Celtics. Um, despite the fact that the Nets lost the heartbreaker. Um. I mean, there's definitely mismatch problems for both teams. I know a lot of people are like, oh, the Nets are too small. They can't match up with Boston, which is true. And, like, we saw a lot of that yesterday. But in the same breath, like, Boston can't match up with the Nets either. They were having Tice play drop coverage on Kyrie Irving, which in uh, pick-and-roll situations, which is what got Kyrie going. So I think still think it's going to be a back-and-forth series. It really hurts to lose at the buzzer, especially off what was like a broken-down scramble play, in my opinion. Um, but it is what it is. We're on the game, too. Yeah. Yeah, that um, was just – so Go got, ahead. No, it was just like a lot, a lot went wrong for the Nets yesterday, and they still only lost by one point. Like, Kevin Durant played probably the worst – full game of basketball we have seen him play as Nets fans um and really the Nets were still in it the whole game there was multiple times where the Nets were down by double digits they kept battling back 
Um, but then we had the lead with it was like what like a four point lead over the last few minutes, and then Celtics just played incredible defense on the Nets' final offensive possession, a broken play for on offense for the Celtics turned into a Tatum spin layup. And as soon as you hear Mike Breen say they have a timeout, decide not to use it, you know the game is over. So <laughs> Are they so was, mad they doubled on a Marcus Smart three? Like, I know it probably wasn't intentional. It was kind of like they both probably just, like, saw the ball go there and they were just trying to make a play in the ball because, like, three seconds left. You would assume he's just taking the open three because, like, like the, like the odds of you getting, like, another shot in three seconds are pretty tough. It was a perfect cut. It took a perfect everything for that to go down. But... Just, I mean, do you see? Do you see KD? <laughs> KD, I'm gonna say this real quick. What in middle school basketball is taught this? Like, you don't follow. Like, your eyes don't stick to the ball on those kind of plays on any play. You stick to a player if it's a man-to-man coverage. So if you watch the ball, someone's gonna undercut you, like or back cut you, and that's exactly what happened. KD was just standing there, staring at the Marcus Smart three. There were so many, so many better things he could have done. If Tatum just stayed in three point line, I doubt the ball even gets its way there because it's just like a, a very far pass. So, like, I would just, yeah. like, either been right on Tatum or been at the basket to watch for a cutter. Like, I understand in the moment it's, like, tough because you're, like, trying to see the final shot. But until you hear that buzzer, like, sound, you don't do that. And I'm really shocked. Like, Yeah, I mean, just real quick, Joe, before you go. To feed off what Anthony said, like, yeah, like you're taught, watch your man, watch the ball. But when you're guarding Jason Tatum, you don't give a crap about the ball. You just watch your man. He wasn't watching yeah. him at all uh-huh. on the back cut, really. I mean, Kyrie tried. To strip him, but Tatum did a nice spin move. I don't know, man. When I was watching it, like I was just in shock. I stared at my TV. I was like, "Please tell me he didn't get it off in time." I was praying. I, I, I was, was like, "Please tell me there's still a second left on the clock, so we can at least get a shot off." And I was like, "God damn it, the game's over! Unfreaking believable!" Like literally, I I was like, I, when it went off at first, like usually I can tell if like there's a chance it's gonna be reviewed. When I saw the shot get off, I'm like, that 100 went off right in time. And, like, there was no doubt in my mind. Like, I was just praying somehow in the review. I, like, missed it because I was in shock. It was just, like, it was a, that range of emotions from, like, the first half, all the fouls. Then the second half, like, starting the half so sloppy. I was like, okay, this game's washed. Then the Kyrie comeback, like, I was, like, ecstatic. And then that just, like, killed me. Like, it ruined my Easter. Like, honestly, it did ruin my Easter. Like, I was just sitting at <laughs> grandma's house, like, all pissed off, not talking to anybody. And I was just yeah. like, damn, it sucks. That, that was... I, I, there's not really much else to say besides like the Nets just battled. Kevin Durant didn't have a great game. A lot of the guys that we expect to have good games did not. Um, Goran Dragic was good yesterday, and that's somebody that we really didn't expect would have as big of a role as he did yesterday. Um, I mean, Bruce Brown didn't look great compared to how he's been. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't how he didn't play how he's been playing. Um, and it's just like, it, obviously, Kevin Durant's just the big one. Like, we were hoping that just at some point he would get into a rhythm. I believe it was Jalen Rose at halftime said Kevin Durant needs to go for 30 in the second half. And it was just like, I mean, I think he went for like 20 in the second half after he shot terribly in the first half. But still, it was a lot. And I want to just go back real quick to that last possession. Tate, uh, the three – that we doubled on Marcus smart splits the dribble. If KD's watching Tatum, he doesn't allow him to get that cut off. And I think that we would all say that like, we will live with a Marcus smart mid range jumper <laughs> at the last minute. Cause he has nothing else to do at that point. 
Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, yeah. I don't know. I feel like K- KD just needs – like, KD, I just feel like he just, like, was tuned out yesterday. Like, it, it was weird watching. I don't I know. Even, I don't know. I, like, wouldn't, I wouldn't even say he was tuned out, personally. I just – I think he was played very, very physically. Um, I mean, every time he would come off a screen – he would have two guys just grabbing him, like, in his chest, like, holding on to him, bumping him. There was a time when Jeff Van Gundy was like, oh, Kevin Durant's getting manhandled. And, of course, there was no foul called. I mean, like you guys said, if Durant has a not even decent game, like, a below, slightly below average game, the Nets probably win this by 10 points. The way Kyrie was playing. Um, the role players were tremendous in the first half. They kind of stunk it up in the third quarter and beginning of the fourth, but that's when Kyrie took over. Uh, I mean, KD had six turnovers. He was a minus 13, and he was 9 of 24 from the field. Like, that doesn't happen. <laughs> and even then, the Nets still should have won. I mean, the last possession by the Nets was atrocious. Um, I don't know why Seth Curry, not the defensive possession, I'm talking the offensive one. I don't know why Curry wasn't in the game. Um, he should have been in the corner by the Celtics bench, which would have given Kyrie a lot more spacing, gave him an outlet pass, and said he had to go backwards to Durant. Um, I just think there's several plays. Obviously, the last play, there was a KD transition three that could have been a dagger at the right wing. With like two minutes left, he missed it. It was wide open. There was a Drogic three in the left corner. That could have been a dagger, wide open. He missed it. Um, The play where they couldn't inbound the basketball, where everyone just ran away from Kyrie. I mean, that was earlier in the game, but that still adds up. Uh, The two Claxton missed free throws in the fourth, obviously hurt. Um, That defensive possession, the second to last one, when Jalen Brown got the layup literally like three seconds into the shot clock. I think he pushed off personally, but regardless, terrible defense. Jalen Brown also got the shit beat out of him yesterday. True. Dude, had, yeah. dude had cotton rolls in both in both holes of his nose. Like, dude was getting he was getting murdered out there. Like, my God. 
He took a beating. He struggled too, though. See, like what yeah. I want to point out is that like Durant struggles, and yeah, he'll be better. And yeah, probably Kyrie doesn't have the same performance again. So he kind of like call it even there. Like Tatum, he played well, and like I think we could expect that the whole series. But Jalen Brown played. He made like one jump shot all game. It was at three. But like other than that, he made nothing. So like you would assume he comes like comes out game two a little better than he was. Because, like, obviously, yeah, the Nets could have played better from some guys. Same with the Celtics. So, like, I wouldn't call, like, next game, like, oh, my God, everyone's going to be back to that. It's, like, an automatic win. Like, some Celtics players struggle, too. So, it's going to be an absolute dog fight. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't – I think in the first quarter I sent out a tweet. It was, like, Al Horford, Grant Williams, Seth Curry, and Andre Drummond were the leading scorers after the first quarter. So, I mean, the first quarter, there was there was a ton of fouls. Like, I think there were 17 fouls 18. called in the first quarter. Most yeah, in any game this season. Yeah, most wow. in any first quarter of the season. So, like, there was no flow to the game. I don't know, man. I also think that this is a series where we got to see Blake Griffin or LaMarcus Aldridge, especially if we don't see Ben Simmons till later. I am not opposed to that. My only fear is Aldridge on switches, like we always talked about, but he uses offense for like 10 minutes. And Blake is important. I think Blake absolutely has to play. Like, with their missing better like, yeah. IQ and defense, there was too many breakdowns where like nobody was like communicating. It was just like, someone getting blown by. Like, it's like, what is this, man? It's like you can have these mistakes in the regular season. Playoff mistakes like are very crucial. You saw it yeah. by two points, one point. There were so many mistakes yesterday in a game with little to no margin for error. And the Nets still only lost by one with a lot of underwhelming performances. Um, a lot of guys hindered with foul trouble. Drummond had four fouls in the first half. He was limited in the second half. Um, it was just the Nets basically were climbing an uphill battle all night long. Um, they made it close, obviously. They went and, up five at one point with like four minutes. Yeah, yeah. That's it. I think they, they were up like four or five or whatever. But then Celtics, as soon as the Nets started to feel a little bit comfortable, the Celtics would just quick little defense to offense, 5-0 run, tie the game back up, go up again by four by for them, and just back and forth the whole game. It was a very good game, and Kyrie's antics all night made it a lot better. So many fun. I know the max is 50. The max is 50. He might, he's going to get repeat offender. He's definitely going to get like six figures in fines for sure. He flipped off a few fans. He told one fan to, to go to his private areas. <laughs> <laughs> it was the jersey and him coming out. Um, I think he's had enough with the fans. Like, they're constantly being called all these names. He said all the vulgar names that he was called. I think you could kind yeah. of put the two together and know what names those are. He was just kind of sick of it. I don't blame the guy because it's just like, a, dude, he's been off the team for like two and a half, three years now. Like, like I get why they still hate him. But it's like every single play, like, come on now. Like, yeah. well, I got so, it. It's like, so, it comes to territory, though. You, you so, so re- I, we'll recap everything Kyrie did. So Kyrie hits a contested jumper, long two with his foot on the line in the corner. Then on his way back up the court, flips off a fan. He's waiting. Then that's before half. He gets to half. He's walking to the locker room. There's a fan in the backstage, in the, in the, the locker room area. It says, Kyrie, you suck. He tells them to suck him. Um, we come back from halftime. I believe this is the fourth quarter now. There's fans yelling at Kyrie when he's waiting to inbound the ball. He puts his hands behind his head and flips off the fans with both with two middle fingers. And then he sits there and he makes like crying gestures. <laughs> and then he goes and then he goes into the post game presser and 
says a bunch of vulgar words. <laughs> so Kyrie definitely is picking up a lot of fines from this game. I think he's missing getting – I think he might have missed getting fined from not being eligible to play. So he he wanted to make one more he wanted to make one more donation I guess. See, like what Kyrie said after in the post game presser was like, "I'm just giving the same energy back that they're giving to me." Which, yeah, if the fans want to say stupid shit, which like, fine, I get it. You're a fan. Like he left your team. Like he's a very good player. You're upset about it. I understand. But I mean, Kyrie didn't go there and fight anyone. Like he didn't do anything horribly wrong. I mean, when he was making the crying faces, that shit was hilarious. That was so funny. It was a perfect like villain game, like a Trey Young type villain game. If they won, like that. Oh, I was. I had. I had a fucking tweet locked in the drafts, ready to go. If they won the game, and then I was like, as soon as the shot went in, I was like, well, erase that shit from the drafts immediately. (laughs) I think that's just starting to clock the next game. See, I don't think so. I, I don't think so. Because Drummond, Drummond was good when he played. There was just a lot of ticky tack foul calls that were that were limiting him throughout the game. Like he couldn't do what he really wanted to when he was out there because everything that was anytime you lay a finger on somebody, it's a foul. Everything I was though in the first quarter they were getting like absolutely killed on switches. Like yeah, the Nets had the like the advantage in offense by like spacing the court out. But like Tyson Horford were like getting matchups like Curry and Bruce, and it was like automatic boards, second chance points. Like and I know that, that's um, why they have to they have to stop the whole switch everything. It's like it's so she, annoying. Like she's to run plays too. Like I'm sick of this freaking no plays. Just like the ball <laughs> move. Like, what is that? My thing with the switches, like you, I I don't know, man. Like you can get through a screen on like a Tatum or a Brown. Like obviously they're tremendous offensive players, but they're not like explosive that are going to go straight to the basket if you don't switch on them. Like, yeah, I don't know. I'm fine. That's, for, I don't think you're thing. Down. Like, But, like, that's the only thing. It's like how many times yesterday did we see Horford or Tice under the rim with Kyrie or Seth Curry on them? Right. Like, yeah. it's been, it's so many times. And they like, that's why we get outscored by so much in the paint. Like, there's no reason that the Celtics run one screen and then all of a sudden Drummond is on the perimeter against Peyton Pritchard, and then Kyrie Irving is guarding Daniel Tice under the basket. Like, it shouldn't happen. Right. You can't be doing that. You can't be giving up, like, 15 points of that a game. Like, it happens every single night. And that's that's why I'm fine with Aldridge playing, because, like, I know Tatum and Brown. Like, Brown didn't make a jump shot, like Anthony said, like, all day yesterday. So, like, I don't know why you're switching on him personally. Um, and then if it's going to be a Tice layup or a Horford layup, like I'd rather Tatum shoot a somewhat contested step back three than to get the switches. Like if you look at the stats, the Nets gave up 14 offensive rebounds. They got out rebounded 43 to 29. They got outscored in the paint 56 to 32. Um, so like you cut that, make it somewhat close. Like you win the game. I don't know. It's frustrating. Like, I don't think this is a team you have to switch on. I understand why you do it against some teams, but that's why I think Aldridge can play in this series because there's not an explosive point guard or, like, a dynamic point guard on the Celtics that can really expose Aldridge too badly, in my opinion. Um, And the offense he provides is just different than what Claxton and Drummond bring. Or even Blake. Like, they were getting hammered in the paint all game. Offensive rebounds, hammered in the paint. 
getting bullied and they just they didn't make an adjustment. Yeah, but I, that's, I mean, the other, I get it. that's the other thing with the switch, everything deep. You get caught up with the offensive rebounds too. Right. <laughs> because you all you have is you end up with Kyrie Irving and, and Seth Curry down low, and then they're matched up against Horford and Tice. It's like, yeah, so you're gonna get killed on the offensive glass no matter who you have out there, just with your just with your defensive scheme that you're running. And I don't want to see Aldridge touch the floor at all, regardless of this offense. I would rather see Blake because Blake is at least more mobile. And like he could actually he could actually guard like say like like a maybe a two or and a half through four through four and five like yeah. uh, I don't yeah. know I, I think I think Blake is better just for the tight if you're gonna keep running the switch everything defense Aldridge cannot play Blake can but if you're gonna do something else which we know they won't yeah then which is then, unfortunate. Yeah. Bit, that, that's making adjustments like when a basketball game like holy shit like the concept of that i think another option is that kessler edwards plays more he played four minutes i think i mean he the problem with yesterday's game was the nets were in the bonus for 75 percent of the game and kessler edwards is known to commit stupid ticky tack fouls like any rookie will do and while they're on the floor it was just sending them to the foul line and it'll continue because the Nets were literally in the bonus for like I want to say 70 to 75 percent of this game um but I don't know like I don't think you can expect like Ben Simmons to be a savior like I know Ben Simmons playing defense on Tatum or Brown like solves a lot of issues but I don't know like you gotta do something different unless their strategy is which it was yesterday it didn't work fully we're just going to outscore them, and we don't care how many offensive rebounds they get because if they're having Daniel Tice or Al Horford in the pick-and-roll defense, like we're going to expose them with Kyrie Irving. And they did it yesterday, and it almost worked, but it did not because they lost the game. Yeah. There's not I don't really, know. I, I don't, I, that's I don't, what I'm saying. I don't think there's much else to say because that's like it's that simple, but yet they haven't done anything to change it. Yeah, I mean, and they, I think, they're not showing any signs that they will. I just think the series is going to be a battle of of styles. Like, I don't think the Celtics are going to play small. They did to close the game, but I don't think the Nets are going to play big. So, I guess we'll see which one works. I mean, I think it's still going to be a close, contested series. Um, I don't think, like, yesterday was like, oh, God, the Nets lost. Like, they can't beat the Celtics. No, I think yeah. it showed to me that the Nets should be favored to win this series. Um, I know Jalen Brown didn't play that well, but Tatum played great. Um, Marcus Smart played great. Al Horford was 8-13, of knocking down threes. I don't really expect that to happen again. I mean, he can knock them down, but not that efficiently. Um, KD was horrible. Drummond, I mean, the entire next team was in foul trouble the entire game. So, like, that limits how aggressive you can be on defense when I think even Bruce Brown had four or five fouls in the fourth quarter. Kyrie had five fouls or four fouls. So, like, it limits how aggressive you can be on defense, especially when you're an undersized team and you're not going to be able to bang down low but try to reach in and get steals. I mean, we saw Kyrie. I'm pretty sure he had five steals yesterday of him stripping bigger players because he's not big enough to stop them in the post, but he kept getting switched on to him. So it's going to be a clash of styles. I still think the Nets can win the series. Yesterday wasn't like, a, oh, God, like the Nets are totally overmatched in the series. Like they're going to struggle. Absolutely not. Not my opinion at all. Yeah, so 
So real quick, the, the fouls yesterday for our starting lineup, Kyrie had four, KD had three, Bruce had five, Seth had four, Drummond had four. It was a miracle no one fouled out yesterday, actually. That's what I'm saying. I don't understand how not a single player fouled out yesterday with how many fouls there were. Even for Boston, Tatum four, Horford three, Jalen Brown four, Marcus Smart four, Daniel Tice four. Yeah. And and also, we were saying this before the series, Anthony, when me and you recorded, the Celtics did only play eight guys. Yeah, that's what I kind of expected. The Nets went nine, I'm pretty sure, right? Yes, the Nets went nine, but Patty Mills, I mean, not Patty Mills, Kessler Edwards only played four minutes. Yeah, I kind of expected that. I think if we do get Ben back and when we do, hopefully, um, I think Kessler's going to be out of the rotation and he's going to take those minutes, maybe take a little bit more. Yeah, I agree. So we'll see. It's, it's going to be a game. It's going to be like a chess match, but like the one thing that's not, that can't be understated, the Nets need to see a game too. Like they cannot go down to nothing. Like I know. Yeah. There like, was but total of 50 fouls yesterday. Yeah, like the Nets absolutely need to come out with urgency tomorrow. There's no way they can come out flat or like they need to just come out the gates running because if they don't, I don't want to go down in a world we're down too well because it's possible. Don't get me wrong, but you you don't I don't like our I don't like our chances down too well. The, the goal the goal is always to steal one of two on the road. So yeah. It'd be nice that, yeah you need to win those games where like Kyrie gives you 40. Not that like he's yeah. not capable of doing it again, but like you should win those kind of games. Yeah, absolutely. I need to see a game where Kyrie and KD go off together. None of this, like, oh, I'm going to go off this game, you don't, and then swap. Like, I want them to go off together on Wednesday in game three – or game two, sorry. Like, I don't know. I mean, I'm going to be honest. I think the Nets role player – role players are better than the Celtics, personally. I agree. Like, I don't even think it's particularly close, personally. Like – I mean, I get that the Celtics players probably they play better as a team. Um, they probably know their roles better. But when it comes to like strictly like talent from the role players, I'm taking the Nets players 100%. Like, yeah. I'm taking Drogic over Pritchard 100%. <laughs> Drogic was tremendous yesterday, by the way, especially in that first half. He really um, he was. He was very good. Playoff Drogic, bubble Drogic, whatever you want to call him. Like, he Apparently he's a Celtic killer, my Celtics fan friend said. Really? That's what you will. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he was great. I thought Seth was great in the first half, and then he kind of got phased out a little bit. Um, I mean, he finished with six. Head, they were also headhunting him on the way yeah. on, on the defensive end. He was, he was getting cooked. Yeah, he had six assists, nine points. Um, he was getting cooked on the defensive end. Um, but, I mean, like, Claxton, besides missing those free throws, he was one of five from the foul line, which really hurts, obviously. <laughs> uh, but he was great. Um, he actually led the team in rebounding, had 13 points. The net starters, like, you look at their plus-minus, Durant minus it's 13, bad. Brown minus 13, Drummond minus 13, Curry minus one, Irving was a plus six. Everyone else was minus. And you look at the Nets beds. Drogic plus 17. Claxton plus 10. Patty Mills plus 8. So, like, I don't know. Like, it just so what isn't Cody what I was saying, expecting. So, what Cody is saying is we should bench Kevin Durant. <laughs> whoa, whoa, that's... whoa. <laughs> I, mean, I think we should re-sign James Johnson. <laughs> no, like, I'll be honest. I was thinking yesterday, like, man, James Johnson could help right now. 
Oh, D. Oh, my. Matt, no, Cody. Cody, you're kicked off the pod. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Yeah. This Fine is your all. former host, Cody Mallory. Yeah. <laughs> Playing all seriousness. I mean, he couldn't help, obviously, but Ben Simmons could. Yes, he can. You know, like that Batman symbol in the sky? We need like a Ben Simmons one, like up in, in uh, Brooklyn right now. <laughs> what do we need? A, 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 a Kendall Jenner silhouette? Oh, come on. Jeez. <laughs> Jeez. Blake might take some offense to that too, but. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. Like... The next play Wednesday at like what, 8 o'clock or 7 30, I'm assuming? Uh, uh, 7, I think. Or 7 30. Seven, I believe. Seven, yeah, it's at seven. Yeah. I think possible, like, like the Nets can still win the series, like you said. Like, you need to steal one of them. Yeah, they're not out by any means. You guys, that when you have victory in your grasp, I think I would have rather lost by twenty. To be honest, from a standpoint of like not breaking my heart, I lose by twenty. From a competitive standpoint, for confidence, yeah, like we did well, so I guess it's better to not lose by twenty. But like that, just like I, I was. Down bad for like most of the night yesterday. Like, it was really bad. Like I'm still kind of bad. Right, but, like, I'm just trying to distract myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Anthony. What did you uh, what did you name this Zoom call? The name of the Zoom call is misery. <laughs> <laughs> I got just Bucks Game Seven vibes yesterday. To be honest, like not that it was like the same kind of magnitude. It wasn't, but like just intensity, yeah. like, being let down. Like our last two playoff games now are Bucks Game Seven and that. So two heartbreakers. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah. Are you guys going to go to playoff game this round? I don't know if I am yet. <laughs> no. I'll go to round two. I spent way too much money on tickets recently. I know. I've been spending a lot too. I was thinking the same thing. If they get to round two, obviously. But also, if it gets to the game also, six, some, also, some swine at the Barclays Center gave me COVID during the play-in. So, no, I'm not going to go for now. I'm also a schedule going on the subways, to be completely honest. I don't really want to drive there. But if it gets to game six, I may have to consider if it's like a closeout game. That's yeah, my ideas right now. I think games three and four I'm personally good at good on right now. But we'll see. I, I, mean, yeah, I mean, I think it depends what the series is for me. Like, I would love to go to a game three or a game four, especially if it's like a Ben Simmons debut and the series is tied like one one or the Nets are up two one or something. But I don't know. I don't know if You're I'm too low. It's not that fun. <laughs> no, I mean, if they're down two zero, game three is must win or the series is over. Obviously, but yeah. I, uh, game God. three and four are must wins. I don't even. Go I, don't even I, think the, I think the rest of them must wins. We have like, I don't even. I don't even want to think of the Nets going down 2-0 right now. <laughs> Let's just enjoy our Monday and Tuesday. There's no Nets basketball, so we'll just enjoy other playoff games. Keep our mind off of it. Hopefully, Ben Simmons is resting his back and he's getting into game shape. And then the well, Nets come out Wednesday very nicely. That's that's my how my mind is today and tomorrow. I'm not thinking about the Nets. I think there's still got to be a sense of urgency with Ben Simmons. I think as soon as he is physically cleared to play, which I mean, if he's playing five on five in practice, which I know they said he's going to start. Well, I shouldn't say they. Woj said it, not the Nets. Um, <laughs> update, come on. Five v five in the playoffs, in my opinion. I I don't yeah. I just. Don't, even if it's for 10 minutes the first game he plays or 12 minutes the first place, you're trying to tell me if he was on the floor for that last defensive possession that he wouldn't have made a difference? Or even if it was 10 defensive possessions throughout the entire game guarding where he could maybe spell KD from having to chase Tatum all over the floor or something like that doesn't that wouldn't help even if it's 10 minutes 
I don't know. I just think there's got to be a sense of urgency with him. I already know they basically ruled him out for game two. But he's been ramping up and playing, and his back has been fine. I would say, like, what, for the last week we've heard rumors on they him? Said, yeah, they said, they said he's been pain-free for over a week, and that was a few days ago. Yeah, so, like, in my opinion, he has to be on the floor in game three. I think he should be on game two. Um, whether, like I said, it's for eight to ten minutes, if that's all he can play, if that's all he's in shape for right now. But I, I don't know. It's frustrating because all the reports from Woj are basically saying, like, he's been doing conditioning, he's been doing one-on-one stuff, whatever, and that he's going to start ramping up this week to 3v3, 5v5, like playing against his teammates. In my opinion, if he's doing that, that means he's cleared to play basketball and he should be playing in the playoffs. We'll then also, and also, is dripped the hell out on the side. I saw that. He always is. Like, my God, he looks fly <laughs> as shit. I was like, oh my. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. He has like sunglasses on and shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do we have everything? Is there anything else you guys wanted to cover? <sighs> Man, all I, I can say it. is, please just don't go down 2-0. Like. I don't care if it's sloppy. I mean, Boston's three and a half point favorites right now. I just checked. I don't know. Like, I I still genuinely believe that the Nets are the better basketball team. I'm not saying that like Durant and Irving are the better players. Blah blah blah. I'm saying that they are the better basketball teams. If they can cut out those stupid mistakes and bonehead decisions, then they should win the series. If they can't inbound the ball because their entire team runs up the floor and they're causing turnovers and giving free points away because of that, then, yeah, they're going to lose. But I think they are the more skilled, talented basketball team. Now it's just about actually executing and winning the game. Yeah, I agree. I think you hit it on the head. And, like, I don't even think the Celtics are that bad of a matchup for the Mets. Like, like I said, a lot yeah. went wrong yesterday. Like, there was a lot. Of, I made, like, six plays off the top of my head that – oh, and I forgot. The Nets had a two-on-one with Durant and Bruce Brown. They didn't freaking score. <laughs> and then Boston came down the other end and scored. And that yeah, was, that was like, bad. There's also a draw on the back pass that pissed me off, too. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, those are just – those are eight plays off the top of our heads where it was, like, the Nets should have made a play, should have scored or whatever, and they didn't. And – those add up. There's going to be a couple of them every game because it happens in basketball. Like, it's whatever. But when you have eight to ten of them yeah. in a series that's already going to be, like, pretty marginally close, like, that can't happen. Be bipartisan. Yeah, like, the Celtics also had a few plays where, like, they blew a few bunnies. Yeah. Like, yeah. so, like, Al- that's Al- that, 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 that helps me sleep a little better just because, like, okay, they did the same thing. So, I guess it's vice versa because if, like, they played absolutely false, and that just cost us. And I'd be a little more pissed off than I am. Like, obviously, I'm still mad, but like, you know what I'm trying to say? No, yeah, I get yeah. it. Because they blew a couple. Like, Jalen Brown is like two layups himself, like layups, like layups that like Cody's gonna make at the park. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. <laughs> Cody's the bucket. I could go out there. I would have knocked down that corner three that Drogic missed. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I would have knocked it down and I would have flipped off the Boston crowd with Kyrie. <laughs> as long as yeah. he would have paid my fine. I don't know, man. You got the Boston inside of you, bro. You're a Red Sox fan. Maybe you're secretly a Celtics fan, too. Nah, like, a bunch of my friends are Celtics fans. 
and they're so goddamn ignorant, man. Like, <laughs> must be brutal Connecticut. It's like half New York, half Boston, so it's kind of like you have both of it. Yeah, just split. Like, I, I honestly don't have. I have one fan friend that's a Knicks fan, and the rest are Celtics. And they're just like, they're all texting me, like talking shit, bro. Like, you barely won the game. It's game one. Like, when you win the series, go for it. Talk all the shit you want to me, but like, it's a little yeah. early for that, in my opinion. We'll see. Hopefully, the Nets come out well Wednesday. Yeah, I mean, right away. Like, I want to see them come out with the intensity that they came out against Philly with James Harden in that first game in Philly. Like, that's the kind of intensity I want to see. And I don't think it was the intensity so much yesterday. It was just they made dumb decisions, and they were they played they played stupid. Like, both teams came out tense in the first quarter. Um, I don't know. They just played dumb, in my opinion. All right. Thank you for listening to the Sports Ethos Nets podcast with Anthony, Joe, and Cody. Don't forget, the Nets already won the play-in tournament, so this is a best-of-seven series. Uh, Six more games, maybe. Let's go Wednesday. Come on, Nets. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.